All right, welcome back to Last Week Chopped Up. I'm here with my boy Jeremy with the fresh new haircut, which I didn't call out. Did I call it out last week on the man, air? I don't think I, I don't, did call it out. I don't know, up. man. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, I got to keep it up. New, You know, 2021, you got to try a lot of new things, man. So we'll probably see a few new haircuts uh, this year, bro. I'm getting into, getting, getting into the bag, as they say. I'm getting yeah. into my haircut bag. Yeah, yeah, I, I got a little envy for you. You have a little more versatility, I would say. Like, you, you kind of take it, you go cornrows, you go in like little braids here, like you go, you got a little, I just got like, well, I can go short or long. And, and it really, I have no real variation in the short run. Like, it's just going to grow. But, uh, right. but yeah, I don't think I could get braids or rows or something like that. It's not really a look I, I don't think that I'm, uh, I should try to pull off. Yeah, it was funny. I saw someone I hadn't seen in a few years, and she was like, uh, this whole beard situation, ha- did did I know you with that? I was like, oh, well, I haven't seen you in like seven years, so no, probably yeah. back in the day, not. I was like, well, I'm a, yeah. I'm a grown man now, and lockdown was crazy. You should have seen what this beard was like when I was baby hardin' uh, a, a few months ago. I was like, this is actually trimmed up. Oh man, I don't. T- I would tell you. So I started growing a beard too, and I've told you why is um, so when I first started dating my wife, Melissa, uh, like I was, I always shaved like every three or four days. And like what three or four days in, and she's like, "Oh, it looks really good. You should just keep it growing a little bit." And I was like, "Oh, I always shave." And she's like, "Well, when you shave, you look sixteen years old. So, you know, maybe like try to go for that scruffy look." And I was like, oh, "Okay." And then like seven days in, she's like, "You can get." I didn't even know this. Like, you can get a, a trimmer, a beard trimmer. I was like, I had no idea. And I got that. She's like, ah, oh, and it looks so much better. And then, so every now and then, I thre- I threaten her. I'm like, I'm gonna get the Gillette out and go babyface chest on you. And she's like, don't do it. So she's like, no, 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 no. Um, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, which is which is I mean to me. So that's it. Just it was like seven days into us being together and so but i, I like it now too because it does make me look a little bit older and you know it's always uh, you know both of us probably always looking a little a little on the young side network and such so it's helpful to look close to our age but did you grow it because to look older or is it just kind of something that you stuck you just kind of tried it I out i think it is a much uh simpler story than that there was just a point where i was lazy and didn't shave <laughs> and i continued to not do that but then i was like oh, okay it's maybe all right let's see if we can get a beard just kind of you know edge up a little bit and i was like oh, okay it's kind of growing so i've got you know i tried it a few times growing it out some shaving it uh but you know it is it reached another level and locked that well i was like <laughs> okay i am yeah i'm at my house you're so, a beard guy now bro, you're a got, beard guy it got to the point the beard was so <laughs> crazy like um one of our, I think he's an SVP or something. We were on a, you know, a leadership call, and he just starts slacking me like, "Jerry, the beard looks glorious." Right now. <laughs> he's like, "Keep it rolling, man." He's like, "I tried to have my lockout beard." He's like, "But I couldn't. I had to shave it off." He's yeah. like, "Just d- d- don't even trim it." I was like, oh, "All right, thanks, Joe. You know, I'm 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 doing what I can over here." So yeah, it's definitely been wild. Just people getting never thought I get beard shoutouts. <laughs> I, I to, you know, uh, I, I had no idea those existed. I don't really get them because I'm more of like the scruffy beard look. I don't, I can't really do what you're doing. But you know, my pops has a has a full beard, right? Mm-hmm. And when it, when I was like 12, he told my mom, he's like, oh, I'm gonna, I just want to shave it off, see if see how I look. And my mom's like, no, don't do it. And he's like, well, if you don't like it, it can grow back. And then in front of the whole family, you know, my mom's a pretty direct person. Yeah. She's like, well, it could grow back, but then I've never seen without a beard. And then I would know I married someone I wasn't attracted to. <laughs> Oh my god. Mom's been that real talk, man. 
dad's like, but I could grow it back in like two weeks. She's like, please don't. I'm just not sure. She's like, I've seen pictures of you when you were a kid. Like, I'm not sure. I was like, wow. So he never did. Wow. So now I feel like we got to introduce your parents to these like uh, Snapchat filters that will uh, remove your beard. I've actually done a couple of those. It it, it isn't too bad because... Even for really? me, yeah, yeah. I'll uh, I'll see if I can dig up the picture and send it. Send over it to over. You. But yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> the only funny thing is at that time the beard was kind of long, so you know it kind of puts a plane on your face and kind of draws it out. But the beard was below the the like plane of, of correcting, oh, so you still see a couple <laughs> squigglies come out. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man, it's pretty good. And then it actually reminds me, like I haven't seen myself clean shaven. I, I can't even tell you when. So I'm looking at this picture, yeah. like this doesn't look like me. <laughs> yeah. But it, I, I imagine my dad. I mean, he's had it since he was like 21 years old. Like, is that a full? Because he looks so young, yeah. and and so yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll like that will be that will be a trip. Him, I, I well, here's the question: Would my mom be willing to look at the picture? Because the same theory applies, you know. Like, I mean, <laughs> at best we could say this is a fictitious version. We cannot 100 percent know 100% this is what it looks uh, like. So he, you know, she can default to he. He doesn't really we'll look see. like this. You know, uh, I'll update. I'll get him to use it. He listens. I'll get him to use it, and then we'll see if she looks at it. I bet you won't. Honestly, I bet you won't. <laughs> All right. Well, well, I'm waiting for that update. I'm on the next episodes, man. Oh man. So what? Look, look, I wish this is one of those weeks where it seems that it's peak NBA. I mean, mm-hmm. the, a, a, everything that could be happening is happening. So where do you want to start? What was the most compelling NBA from all the things that happened last week? I mean, yeah. I have mine. What's yours? What's your most compelling NBA uh, storyline from last week? I mean, it's hard to not go with uh, Kevin Durant. You yes. know who I yes. am. Yes. <laughs> you know, yes. like, I don't know if you've seen The Wire, but that's uh, that's kind of oh, Marlo yes. going, my name is my name. <laughs> like, I'm yes. Kevin Durant. And this man putting up a 49.17 rebound, Ooh. 10 assist game. Ooh. I was just like, who? Who is this? Just stuff. He played every minute. Every he minute. played every minute. I don't, you know, it's one of those where you got to go look back. And when's the last time someone played every minute? Because, you know, you usually try to steal 30, 40 seconds here or there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No. No. So that was wild. Um, I, I caught, uh, I think, the second half of the game. And it was just a masterpiece. I'm chilling here. My buddy, he's trying to get some work done on the laptop. And I'm just like, yo. you're watching Van Gogh paint right now. Like, you're missing it. You need to get over here because this man is just creating art. And some of the shots, oh, my God, like, it's, you know, uh, I remember there was a time James Harden had the ball, Hawks running down. He's kind of almost trapped near half court. And he just does, like, throws it Kevin's general direction, like, do something with this. (laughs) Kevin catches it, uh, takes one dribble, is still, like, moving his body to the right, doesn't square up, jumps up, kind of gets the shoulder square in the air, shoots it, straight butter. And you're like, yo, this is, like, he is making difficult shots. So, yeah, I I think it is going to be hard to to not just say, uh, KD's feeling like the best player in the world right now. Uh, I mean, impossible to disagree with. When I, I woke up to it because it, it happened in my in my nighttime. Then you had texted me like, and I and I and I looked and I was like, that was one where like that's a text your friend moment. Like you're saying, that's a <laughs> you need. 
need to witness this. This man is doing something that should not be possible, and and he's doing it. And and the Nets what take a three two series lead in the Bucks, and we were we were dragging on the Bucks, and they came back with two wins. And our, our you know our friend Nathan texted us saying we shouldn't be making picks on the show or whatever he was saying. <laughs> yeah. All right, he's like, how do you but, feel about the pick now? I'm like, well. I- I can't predict Kyrie Irving completely yeah. turning an ankle and needing a walking yeah. boot, you know. Yeah. I'm yeah. Like, but they still got that man. Yeah. I I I it like you said it the, the death star. I still I would not bet against them and uh, maybe I, I don't know is Kyrie going to be able to get healthy and uh, if so they win this series. I don't think we're going to see him this series. He's already rolled out for game yeah. 6. Um yeah. and you know who know like there's an, I don't know if you saw Reggie Miller uh, put up a text he's like just hear me out on this. Uh the Nets should sit uh KD and Harden for game 6 and just go all in on game 7. And I mean it's kind of <laughs> ridiculous but I I would have a quick uh, quick hook like, if that game yeah, starts to get yeah. anywhere out of control, I'm like, all right, Kevin, yeah. you're sitting down. James, I, yeah. I, maybe you don't even play. I'm like, uh, nope. Because yeah. I don't know. Like, if you think about what the uh, the Bucks have gone through in Brooklyn, uh, blowout, almost historical blowout, uh, blow a very large lead with a hobbled James Harden who BT Dell played 46 minutes. <laughs> like, this yeah. man, he's got maybe, what, one quarter of a hamstring in one leg. And it's <sighs> like, no, let it out. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hell, that, that's probably, that might be the most he's ever played in a playoff game. <laughs> that's I mean, it's got to be close for for an, not an overtime game, like you said. You usually just you find some minutes here or there. Uh, you know, free throws with a minute and a half left in the quarter. Okay, get, let the guy get some water, get a longer quarter, and like to not do that. But I, look, in baseball, we do see teams. You know, game six starter goes three innings, they're down pull him he's a closer in game seven right like you do see teams optimizing to like okay look we need to set ourselves up so i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised to you know, do that i mean i look the guy i mean you can't go ask him to play 48 minutes every he's yeah. human presumably human <laughs> yeah. after all yeah quick hook i'm like yo guys we go down 15 20 i immediately go down so i'm like you got to ball out the first quarter if you want me to keep everybody in like there's none of this going down 20 again and trying to come back and 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 now on the on the western side you have Chris Renaissance Paul mm-hmm. in COVID protocol. Yep. Now some people are saying he's gotten the vaccine, so it should be a short stay. The team has not confirmed that. He hasn't said that, yep. but the people around him have said that. What 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 do you think is going to happen here? Do you think he got the vaccine and this is going to be like I mean, an asymptomatic case? He's back. He's got what? Yeah, I mean, they got at least five I, days. Sorry right? about that. Yeah, the reporting I've seen is that like yeah, he got the vaccine or a group of them got okay. the vaccine a while ago. I think in February, and that he's got a like very very small viral load that's you know barely registered so my guess is okay at most he misses a game but it kind of if it's a seven game series i think he misses no games if it's a six game yeah. and you know it starts on saturday eh, you know maybe uh but i think it is you know a reminder like covid's still out there and you know vaccine doesn't make you impervious uh right no. but we're not impervious to a lot of diseases <laughs> you know no. like so no. it's there is some level of risk in the world but i i just i feel like that guy everything is falling in line for him, right? It's like AD hurt first round, Jamal Murray out for the Nuggets second round. Kawhi, Kawhi. ACL, maybe we have a tear. They're not reporting it, but doesn't seem like he's coming back anytime soon. And it's like, man, everything's lining up for you, Chris. So, uh, yeah, maybe it's your year, but maximum one game. NBA wants the storyline's too good. You got to get Chris back in. 
got to get him back. And, like, and, he, and he, I saw it. You know, he would say, oh, I felt written off after 2019. He was. He was. He was shipped for <laughs> pennies to, on the dollar. Like he, to, it's not like he felt that way. He, he was. You know, like, bro, looking like, back on. on this, we had to attach two first-round draft picks and two pick swaps to get Chris Paul up out of here for Russell Westbrook. Now looking back on that, it's like, oh, this is a the worst trade. Like every trade involving Russell oh. Westbrook has been awful. No. <laughs> yeah, at least no. for the Rockets, it's been awful. Cause oh, absolutely, <laughs> uh, absolutely, it, it is. You know, I one of those lessons in life where I was I, was, I liked V one of Daryl Morey, stick mm-hmm. to your principles, kind of that mo- money ball type approach, and then it turned into like we're always just so close, so it's justified to do some crazy stuff. Yeah, but like it doesn't really work that way. Like they had just lost the Western Conference Finals. Chris Paul had had been hurt. You look at that team, and it's like you were that close. I don't. I mean, I guess you know James Harden has some has some responsibility in this, but I don't know. I it's James one of those Harden lessons has of life. A lot of responsibility yeah. in this because, yeah. uh, from what I hear, uh, Dan Tony and I think um, Maury did not want to trade Chris Ball, mm-hmm. but obviously Harden did, and I'm pretty sure Tillman uh, for Tita was like, "I've got to pay Chris Ball what like another ninety million dollars," and it looks like he <laughs> maybe cooked like. No, I don't want to do that. Let me pay yeah. 120 million or whatever to Russell Westbrook. I'm like, okay, yeah. sure, man. Yeah, they're gonna, and then they got John Wall in the books now. They have like the the trifecta of the uh, of the old the aging point guards on super max deals um and only chris paul played up to those standards yeah, and that's the guy right. they shipped out yeah you H- hindsight um, you know what i mean <laughs> well you know you know I, I don't know with with houston sports there's this pessimism i have but speaking of houston sports and the mm-hmm. astros won did win the world series in 2019 mm-hmm. yeah and they they did they did win it. Oh. Now, now there is uh, there was a, ch- a cheating scandal, and it was proven that they did cheat with the uh, sign stealing. Now it came out this week. I don't know if you've seen the reports that uh, people are talking that this sign stealing was going on in five to ten other teams. That, the, mm. that it, yes, it's it was it, much more widespread than was 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 talked about, which will be interesting. Which track that one, but let's talk about in baseball the sticky stuff. And yeah. so for the people out there, when you pitchers have always had access to a rosin bag on the mound and they've always used a little bit to wipe their face with sunscreen touch the rosin bag just a little, little more grip on their fingers especially to throw especially to throw fastballs right because the only way to make a fastball really spin off your fingers is grip on your fingers and over the past two or three years there's been this arms race of like soup like spider tack and pine tar on the t- i mean everybody's like i read an estimate like 85 percent of pitchers are doing this and in that same period of time batting averages have fallen 30 percentage points they're at their lowest level since the turn of the last century and the game is there are no hitters happening all the time the game has become less watchable than it was prior but now they're cracked what's your take on this jeremy every Basically, everybody's doing it, and it's led to a worse consumer product. Like, what, 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 how do you feel about it? Cheating? How do you see it? So, uh, being analytics-minded, you forgot to mention the, the number one term that everyone's monitoring Uh-oh. on the sticky stuff, yeah. the spin rate. How many rate. RPMs do you get on the ball? Uh, for me, it's definitely one everyone's doing. Whether it's a worse product or not, I mean, we can debate that if you want to see more often sure. or not, if you like CNKs, I mean... 
so many guys throw 95 plus now. I think that's got to yeah. be part of also what's going on here. You're like, oh, we're going to bring take out our starter. And a team used to have maybe one or two guys in the bullpen that brought yeah. the heat, if you will. And now it's like, oh, we got eight. <laughs> like, we just got a, yeah. a stable full of guys bringing the heat. But um, I think in the, hey, let's let's just level the playing field on both sides. Like, hey, batters, we stopped them corking bats and doing all this stuff they were doing. Uh, we yeah. mostly think we have them off the steroids, though I think more pitchers were, mm-hmm. were, were tapping into some of that stuff than we've really uh, acknowledged before. Yeah. I mean, um, Roger Clemens was, for yeah, sure. <laughs> all right. So now it's like, hey, pitchers, um, we're kind of just saying – Throw the baseball like you did growing up in like high school, and yeah. college, and the minors, yeah. and all this stuff, and yeah. the absolute yeah. freakouts that are happening. Like, well, you're changing the rules midseason. It's like, well, one, I'm pretty sure oh this has gosh. always been against the rules. Yes, maybe everyone yeah. was doing it, yeah. but that doesn't mean it wasn't in the rule book the whole time. We just weren't legislating it. Now it's like, <laughs> we will. <laughs> like, I love the threat was, hey guys, um, we're gonna announce that how we're gonna legislate this in like two to three weeks. Yeah. People immediately yeah. stop using it. And it's like, I can't grip the ball anymore. Uh, I think Tyler Glass now uh, got uh, some uh, minor ligament uh, injury. was like, this is because I I'm maybe yeah. stopped using stuff. And I love how no one's like <laughs> actually saying I put, you know, the most yeah. resin, pine tar, whatever, like the grip. They're all just like. We need to have an open dialogue. There's a lot of change yeah. here. No. No. So everyone's like not admitting it, but admitting it. And I'm like, man, deal with it. Like, yeah. you know, if they are not mudding up the ball. Because, you know, there's like the, I forgot the mud they use to kind of put on the balls, give you a little more grip yeah. and, you know, give you rosin. Or we just say, hey, here's rosin, whatever else. You know, I think um, suntan lotion is what some of the guys use. Yeah. Like, all right, so here are yeah. the three products you can use. Yeah, and exactly. Deal with it. Like, I don't want to hear yeah. a man making $30 million telling me, hey, if I can't cheat, uh, I, I don't know how to play the game. It's like, bruh, make yeah. too much money. Maybe you won't have a 2.1 ERA. And you got to live with that. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, the, uh, the outrage, like you said, by the pitchers, I mean, is is genuinely, to me, ridiculous. Because like you said, three or four years ago, people would just touch their face, a little sunscreen, touch the rosin bag. And they get a little more grip, and it's fine. And now they have them like making exotic blends of things, this, this stuff. But here's what I'd say: I, I'm, not, I'm two ways. One, this random check thing, great, that's fine by me. Randomly check them if their hats full of pine tar or spider tech or whatever. Throw them out of the game. Ten games suspension or ten days suspension. That's fine by me. Alternatively, a thought would be. Say okay, look, y'all want to do do whatever the heck you want, but these dudes are getting metal bats, um, and we're about to see. <laughs> I mean, not necessarily like those air attack bats from when we were in high school. Where they had like helium in the bats that like would be just ridiculous, but like like a decent metal bat. Like they can get the guy the, the things the guy the college player because to me. I'm all I'm all there for that because those balls would be flying out of the park. Right? Yeah. So and I was like, hey, we'll, we'll, you know, let's let them cheat too. Or, you know yeah. what? Y'all do that. Um, yeah, I guess we don't want them to go back fully on the Roy. But, oh my, could you imagine <laughs> some of these guys on Metal Bat? Insane. would be like, this dude just hit a 550 foot home run. Like, holy moly. <laughs> <laughs> or just, I mean, hey, pitcher, try to get out of the way of a shot up the middle with a Metal Bat. How about that? <laughs> it would be, honestly, 
like if you i don't watch a lot of college baseball but i used to you will see guys hit home runs a guy up there going 150 pounds hit it off the like the smaller part of the bat and hit home runs like it is a vast vast i mean you played you hit with both mm. you know it's a like vladimir guerrero jr with a metal bat would, would just be ridiculous uh, like, they should do the they should do the home run derby with metal bats oh my god it'd be so crazy yeah and it was actually funny you know playing um because you know you grow up playing metal bats but then you get to like high yeah. school or maybe you know in the middle school you're like hey let me let me do bp or sometimes hit with a yeah, wooden bat yeah. and the good thing about yeah. a wooden bat is it makes you a better hitter because you can't yeah. hit on the end. You know, you don't get the pop no. if you're not hitting the sweet spot. So it kind of it's great for practicing even when you can't use a metal back. It's like okay, I need to get used to hitting it in this sweet spot every time. And like, and then if you do that with a metal bat, you are really getting that exit velo as every or excuse me exit velocity. If you guys aren't in yeah. baseball, which is how fast the ball comes off the bat, which is another one of these uh, stat nerd metrics that they talk about all the time in baseball. But yeah, you get you just hit so much better when uh, you go from hey this one's harder to hit with to oh okay this one's easier to hit with. It would be it it, it, it would be absolutely crazy. Well, sw- switching gears from from the world of sports. Mm-hmm. A really an incredible one to me. Um, federal government has made Juneteenth uh, the day the slaves were freed in Texas, which we all grew up. That was a big deal in Houston growing yeah. up Juneteenth uh, in the parks. That was that was a big deal. That was a big day, and it's now a federal ho- holiday. And tomorrow is off for all federal employees. So it's all, it's like it was made a federal holiday, and tomorrow, uh, you know, mail personnel and I don't know if banks are closed. Like it's you, a you should hol- maybe say so, it was made a federal holiday. What like yesterday? I think. Yesterday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it's the wildest thing to me that i mean first of all what's your thoughts on it you know juneteenth becoming a federal holiday yeah well i think just juneteenth in general what i've learned is you know growing up in texas this was always something we knew or taught it's a yeah. thing that happens yeah. but uh, i guess i didn't know how localized the texas or localized the texas uh for people who don't look like me uh, that that knowledge was so getting a yeah. lot of people hit me up now what's juneteenth i'm just learning about it so i think um, wow. people becoming educated of like hey you know it was two years after the emancipation proclamation before uh, slaves in texas like were free yeah. so it was not yeah. an immediate you know, or as immediate as it could be back in the day um, yeah. situation. So that's kind of been interesting on it becoming a national holiday, like kind of mixed emotions mm. on it because it feels like this is sort of for show or I will look bad if I vote against this. But like the same people in the Senate and House that are voting for Juneteenth uh, being a national holiday will likely vote against or or blocking expanding voting rights uh of black and colored people so i'm like hey man uh this thing you're doing for show uh that's that's not really working for me like i'd rather not Mm. have juneteenth as a holiday and you know make sure everyone could vote um so that's kind of you know i appreciate the acknowledgement but if you really want to help you know black or minorities in general like do do real work. Don't just make you yeah. know a holiday. Um, so like yeah. many things, it's a, a little complicated for me. Yeah, I hear you. I, I mean, the, the these voting rights bills that are just very targeted disenfranchising of of, of the black community, minority communities in, in general, and it is to me, given how disenfranchised the community has been since 
Emancipation Proclamation. You know, we're talking from poll taxes to uh, uh, to polling stations not being open to just from every to threatening at the poll. I mean, from from the whole time we have not seen that. And I, I'm with you. I think it's to me. I you know I reacted like, hey, it if we celebrate Fourth of July, if we celebrate Memorial Day, like we should have in a, you know an awareness and a, and, a, and a celebration of a freedom. But it would feel a lot better if it was. Uh, Hey, we're doing this as part of the bill to its and voting rights rather than a standalone. Right. You know, and it's like, hey, why don't you, you know, that should be part of the Voting Rights Act. We also have a federal holiday for, you know, acknowledging, uh, you know, something like Juneteenth or, or you know, the date the Emancipation Proclamation was signed right. or, or what have you. I, I would have been uh, <laughs> funny, as Senator, on this bill. Like, uh, let me make a little uh, addendum to this uh, Juneteenth thing here. Uh, let's protect voting rights. Like, just totally yeah. gum up the works. Like, hey, this Juneteenth thing ain't happening this year. But we go have a conversation yeah. because I, I made it yeah. real weird for you guys now. <laughs> yeah. Or like, uh, the Juneteenth holiday will be celebrated on November 2nd, Election Day. It'll be a national federal holiday. <laughs> Celebrating Juneteenth uh, five months later to allow everyone to vote, despite what kind of job you have, despite your holiday. So that's how we're going to celebrate. You know, like, like you said, last minute addendum. It's like, well, I, I, I was all for it until it helped people vote, you know. And so yeah. to me, it's like, uh, you know, how you could justify it not being a holiday when you vote. Like, well, you, why create that tension? It. it it only works one direction. I mean, let's be very real. Like, if you're against, if democracy is important and you're all about representation, how should that day not be a holiday? How should voting access not be not be a civic right? And and the, if you go down that path, you can say, well, I want it to be have election integrity. Well, having a holiday allows people to allows people to have access. How is that anything against integrity? Is also about access, right? Yeah. So I don't know. To me, it's. I would love to see. I would. I would love to see, like you said, like a last minute writer uh, to be celebrated November second. You know, and every the first Tuesday of November because right. that's what you know. That's really what it's all about. So, uh, so yeah, we'll we'll see. But yeah, now I'm like, is the bank open Friday? <laughs> you know? I, dude, I, <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, like, I, I have trouble keeping track of American holidays. Uh, you know, out here anyway. But certainly. Um, yeah, certainly, cer- certainly, I have no. Idea. I think we'll all find out. I don't. I, I mean, like, I've never. I will say the Juneteenth part. We just had a discussion about it. The there is a federal holiday two days after the law passed is something like if I was a kid or something, I'd be like, this is the coolest thing that's ever happened. Like, <laughs> you, you wake up Monday and then Friday becomes a holiday. Like, right. what? Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, so we'll we'll see. Yeah, I'm also not used to this. Actually, I should probably hit up my mom's. Like, yo, y'all. Like, yeah, what's up? Turn up. We got Friday off. <laughs> yeah, like, are you working? Fr- are you working it's tomorrow? Are you working tomorrow? Uh, I do not work at a uh, federal company. Uh, there is no, <laughs> no, no. No, I know you don't. But do, doesn't your company give every fe- federal, other federal holiday off? Uh, I think there's like some Memorial that Day? we don't. Uh, oh, okay. The, the, the okay. quickness of this, I certainly understand. That we're not just like, <laughs> hey, so this thing happened Wednesday. Uh, you're now off <laughs> Friday, man. But we do we do have some. There's like some Juneteenth like. Um, uh, programming at work. I, I unfortunately haven't been able to make any of it. So, I mean, there, there's been some acknowledgement. I think there's like a Friday sort of hangout for uh, for Juneteenth. So okay. my guess is no. Uh, everyone will, will <laughs> have to will have to work and maybe maybe we can catch it next year. All right. Well, I'm surprised you're not in there in your uh, calendar being like, decline Juneteenth, decline memo, <laughs> Juneteenth, decline memo, Juneteenth. <laughs> but like, dare me. <laughs> like, uh, uh, well, I, I saw. I saw you said in the show notes that Cali is uh, all the way open. Yeah. That, yeah. So, so tell me, that. I mean, as in no, tell me, yeah, no restrictions. It's 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 so it's not absolutely no, but 
mostly no. So um, right now, yeah, there's no more social distancing needed for mm-hmm. most situations. No more masks needed. Um, you're just out here. There are, you know, it, individual business can, you know, require masks. Sure. There's like three states you can be either no one needs mask, everyone needs mask, or a kind of voluntary say if you yeah. uh, if you're vaccinated you wear a mask if you're not don't but what whatever there's no like reporting yeah. system Damn. or anything yeah. so uh the first couple of days i still seen a lot of places you know people 90 percent of people wearing masks but uh you know that was day one day two i'm like okay it's down like 80 percent. so i think in about a week it'll maybe a quarter of people or something still on yeah. mask, but depending on where you went. So I uh, went out this weekend uh, and before this official mandate, uh, we went to, out at the beach, then went to some beach bar and I'm like, okay, <laughs> walking in with a few friends. <clears throat> we got mask on going uh, through the front door, take two steps in. We're like, Okay, so this place is completely packed and no one has a mask. Well, why didn't why didn't the dude at the door just tell us this? We feel like yeah, <laughs> yeah, just, just like, give me the memo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so we take those off. So, you know, it's definitely uh not fully enforced the all, all the mandates before. But yeah, man, you know, getting back to, you know, what used to be regular life and I expect going forward we'll see some folks just continuing to wear masks in general yeah. to a limited degree. You're just just like you'd see in some of the uh, Asian cultures, right? Like sometimes, yeah. you know, people wear a mask and just like, yeah, hey, this is a thing we do. So I think we'll see that. But yeah, man, wide open and free. Um, the governor's doing his tour of different amusement parks and stuff. You know, Disneyland is now open to folks uh, who aren't from California. So yeah, oh, yeah. Just, just trying to get back to it. But man, speaking of uh, the weekend and, you know, hot vac summer. Hot stuff. vac summer? Yeah. Hashtag so hot vac summer. My buddies were out there playing little frisbee games, which I just, you know, picked up in the last month or so. Have you heard of Can Jam? So that's no. like some game you take like this little plastic oval that has a slot in it. You throw frisbees. If you, if okay. it's like there's a point system. If you throw it to the slot, the game's over. If not, you like kind of have a partner. You slap the frisbee to try to hit it in the hole, whatever. That. Okay. And Last another, week chopped up, sponsored by Kanja. Yeah, exactly. Can't, Come okay. hit us up, you know. And there's <laughs> yeah. some other game with like a pole you put in the ground with a bottle on it. I have no idea what it's called. Okay. But yeah, you the, yeah, you kind of throw, try to hit the pole, blah, blah, blah. Either way, we're doing that. And uh, man, it was funny. We were playing these games. It's kind of we're getting the verse. Like now we're getting some of, of ladies starting to shoot their shots. We're playing the game and girls just walked up like, hey, what is, what's this? What are y'all doing? Oh, we just playing this game. Oh, uh, I mean, can we hang out? Can we join? What, what y'all doing after this? We're like, whoa, what, what is happening here? This is, <laughs> this is a very different uh, situation than we are used to. So, uh, yeah, shouts out to ladies out there starting to shoot. They're uh, lady shots. We're here for it. Shoot okay. them up. Come, come holler at us right. on the beach. So, uh, so yeah, man, that was kind of cool. One of the, it turns out one of the girls. She's visiting from uh, Cincinnati. So we're just talking, you know, shooting, shooting the stuff. And she's like, hey, like, you know, just to let you know, I'm, kind of, I'm like, bye. I like, uh, you know, both. But, you know, I'm probably 70% guys, 30% women. Uh, okay, cool. Good, good for you. Yeah, I'm kind of recently coming out like this. Uh, okay, good. I know you 10 minutes. So great. Okay, great. Cool. Yeah. Then she's like, how do you, how do you talk to a, to a female? I'm like, oh, you're... You now have to do a coaching this. session. Yeah, the, the, this problem on what? the man side of the world. I was like, well, okay. you know what guys do when they talk to to you, right? To try to holler at you. She's like, yeah. I was like, 
So now you need to do that for other women. I was like, but you've got the inside track because you can just walk up to the table or walk up and talk to some women. And at first they might just like, you know, they don't, they don't have that maybe apprehension or thought of your intentions necessarily that, uh, you know, they might have if a guy walks up. So she was like, yeah, but now it's like, I'll talk to them. And, uh, you know, they, they just assume like it's friends or something. They don't even know I'm hitting on them. I'm like, oh, yeah, you got to turn that aggression level up, though. Like you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta leave no doubt of like, you're not just saying, Hey girl, you know, that, that bathing suit or that top looks good. You gotta be like, girl, that top looks good. <laughs> like, I was like, girl, you gotta approach it different. You can't just be like, Hey, what's up? And so she's laughing. I'm yeah. like, I, I'm actually not playing. I'm like, at some point you gotta let that no, intention no, I mean, known that I'm not yeah, just yeah. the home girl hollering at you. I'm trying to yeah. holler at you. Well, look at look at you. You got the uh, you got you just playing games and handing out life advice and and look, you're a renaissance man. You're, you've exited COVID with a beard, with all this perspective, and and you just out there uh, getting your can. What's the game? What's the game called? Our sponsor called uh, again. Our can- sponsor uh, last week chopped up. Sponsored by Can Jam. I believe it's Can with a K. <laughs> <laughs> can, can with a K. So, uh, yeah, look them up. But yeah, man, I think uh, the new me will probably at this rate, what, a month from my reality show starting. So yeah, I'm loving, loving okay. my progression over here, man. There you go. There, 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 there you go. Um, so that's the hot, that's the hot back summer update. You know, I wanted to talk, we, we usually talk about screw up of the week mm-hmm. and we got, we had two in the show notes and, and I was, I, I was really thinking that the Philadelphia 76ers blowing uh, twenty point fourth quarter lead to the to the Bucks. Uh, uh, sorry, to the uh, Hawks. To the Hawks yeah. uh, would be would 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 be the screw up of the week. But I think and fill us in from some news out of our home state of Texas that really puts just an, a classic NBA choke job to shame in terms of the screw up. Yeah, I feel like this guy. We need to start just counting how many he's going to get. So uh, my the goodness, governor of the great state of Texas, Greg Abbott, uh, sign into law. Uh, Permitless concealed carry uh, for anyone 21 and up in the state of Texas, which means you can have a gun anywhere concealed anywhere in Texas as long as you're 21. And if you've been previously convicted of, you know, a crime, misdemeanor, there was going to be expunged. And he said eventually felonies will also be expunged. So you could be a convicted. Previously convicted felon of a gun charge who can now carry a concealed weapon anytime you want. That seems insane to me. Yes. And yes. not just that on the screw up, kind of going back to our Juneteenth point, also became one of, let's be clear, all Republican governors, like are the only ones who've done this, signed into law, um, not teaching critical race theory in school, which... Uh, you know, it, it might sound bad at first if you don't know critical race theory, but mostly it's just trying to say, like, hey, you know, some stuff in America that's happened, we need to look through the events of, like, what is race played in this? You know, like, hey, yeah. Yeah. like, these slaves being enslaved for two more years after, uh, you know, they're quote-unquote free. How might that impact us going forward? How are decisions that have been made previously impact people now? It kind of, you know, explains more of the history of, Hey, yes. let's change the lens of how we looked at how we got to here. So, uh, Greg Abbott, man, I, I I think this is number two for you. I, I oh, feel man. like you're gonna get maybe four or five of these <laughs> before you're not governor anymore. But you are definitely my screw up of the week because you're just doing some crazy stuff, man. I I I, it's unfathomable to me because I know law enforcement agencies aren't aren't for this of like 
you can't drive a car without a license. You can't put up a fence around your house without a permit. There's so much in life where you have to get, you know, authorized for use. Even if, let's say, you agree with the ability to carry a weapon anywhere, which I don't personally. Let's say you do. How could you possibly be of the position that that shouldn't require some training and certification and tracking of the individuals that can and some I don't know, like good behavior threshold. So like if you're a known felon hothead, we don't let you do this. Like how, how could you possibly have this position? Like if I, I, I this is, this is why people in Europe think Americans, when people ask what's like in America, they, you can get a gun. Is that really true? It's like, well, not in Chicago, but in where we're from. Yes. And apparently now I could walk into a gun show, buy a nine millimeter, walk out under my belt, just walk into a subway, do whatever I want, just go about my business permit free, well within my rights, even if I was, oh, I don't know, a convicted felon in the past for, I don't know, assault. Right. Yeah, man. It's uh yeah, I got no great follow-ups to this. I guess I can take <laughs> it more for whatever the BS reason is going to be for why we think we need to pass this. Because I, I, I guess there is a big outcry that we can't, ca- like enough people can't carry guns places in Texas? Question mark? Like I don't I, even know the the reason for wanting this, to be, to be honest. So uh, I'll do a little follow-up, but it's just bananas. I, I, I... It's just, like you said, this man likes to get down on the screw-up of the week. And I would add every one of the Republican governors that signed that critical race theory to to, uh, opposing it teaching in schools. Because I've looked into it. And, in fact, I don't know if you saw uh, the Southern Baptists uh, just had an election for their next leader. And one candidate was against teaching critical race theory. And the other candidate was for it. Mm. And, obviously, there are a lot of Southern Baptists are black. And it was 53-47, the candidate that supported teaching critical race theory versus ultra-conservative candidates. So the Southern Baptists are okay with teaching critical race theory. In general, I would say I take positions, if the Southern Baptists, if it's not too conservative for them, I would say that's that tells you something. Like, they're down with it. Right. Because, you know, to your point, like, it's not saying Absolutely, by any perspective saying, ah, this group's bad, this group's good. In fact, it's trying to say, look, there's a historical understanding for the inequality we see today. There's a historical understanding for the situations we see today. And we have to and we have to look at the lens of how people were treated. And they were not treated, they are not treated, and we're not treated in a fair way. Yeah. And if we can't teach that, then what do we learn in the history class? That slavery was just like a what? It, it, a, a, a minor inconvenience for uh, some Africans for a while. <laughs> it's, yeah, and I've actually seen some, some folks in the teachers union come out with like, I don't, I don't exactly know what I could teach or how to teach things. Like, okay, I guess maybe we can say Juneteenth, but I saw uh, someone say, hey, I had a a piece on like Negro League baseball. Like, yeah, can I say why? Uh, the, there has to be a completely yeah. different league, you know, and a, yeah. into the why this had to exist, right? Because, yeah, race has a lot to do with why, you know, there had to be a no. Negro league and not just like a baseball league, you know? So yeah. I think it's going to create a lot of complexities for teachers because you're like, all right, well, what what is the line, you know? I, honestly, the minute, I don't care what political party you're in, the minute you're opposed to the teaching of facts, to people of an age that they can comprehend them, 
That is to say, it's not like you're teaching. You could say, well, sex education's a fact. You don't teach a seven-year-old. No, let's not be ridiculous. If you're just like, I'm going to teach history, and certain facts are not allowed, you are entering into a very dangerous territory, in my opinion. It's it, If you want to say, hey... It's disputed if the CIA started the war and, you know, the Bay of Pigs and their involvement is disputed to some degree. You could say, hey, well, when we teach it, we'll acknowledge certain perspectives. There's some ambiguity as to the role of the American government in some of the Central American roles. I don't think there really is, but you could have that opinion. But the Negro Leagues, slavery, poll taxes, Jim Crow. These are just absolute historical facts that have led a lasting impression on this country. And if you say you can't teach facts... I don't know. Yeah. That makes me real sad. Yeah. All right. So uh, I, I have a feeling, uh, I think it is It is a fair amount of states now who, who've passed this. Uh, I don't think Texas is the last one. Um, but, yeah, I, th- this has to come up again, man, because I, I think it's just going to, like, literally complexity, right? I am a teacher. I'm trying yeah. to work, like, are you going to recipe yeah. for teacher about the Negro Leagues? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. So we'll see how yeah. this is actually implemented. But the message is heard loud and clear by so many uh, governors signing into law uh, these type of restrictions. That's unbelievable. Well, look, uh, great show, Jeremy. Uh, yeah. You know, we started off talking about NBA basketball, hot back summer, ended up with uh, you can't teach facts in school anymore about race. So we kind of took that arc. Uh, but Bro, super we, fun shopping up with any. We're yeah. complex over here. You know, we, we talk right. about the full range of the human <laughs> right. experience. You know, right. we, we into right. basketball, business, tech, right. race. Right. We out here. Come right. see us, choppers. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. They say that we, we, we read all these manuals, like, how do you uh, create your podcast? Oh, you got to find your niche. And we're like, what's our niche? It's like, well, it's a... Uh, we don't know. You know? <laughs> we, we, we don't know. Yeah, we'd rather do it what's fun for us. So, well, awesome show, Jeremy. Yeah, Choppers Hollow Eyes. You know the deal. If you're on, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube or it's a clip, uh, hit follow, hit subscribe. Uh, find us on your favorite uh, podcast platform. We're on Apple. We're on Google. We're on we're on Spotify. Hit follow. Hit that and get notified for a new episode. And and hit us up on our social channels, which is at LWCU Podcast on uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and TikTok. So just hit us up wherever we're at. And hopefully uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah, we'll see you later, choppers. Choppers style. See you later. Chop, chop, choppers <laughs> style. Choppers <laughs> style. <laughs>